Welcome, one and all, to It Builds Character, an improvised Dungeons & Dragons character-building podcast. I'm John, and I'll be the host as usual, and I've got two fantastic, some would say all-star, guests with me today. Uh, on my right... Uh, Andrew Sale, you're too kind with that introduction. Well, you deserved every bit of it. You were great on the last time we had you, and you were really fun to have on on the one-shot we ran. Thank you very much. That was a blast. Well, I'm glad to have you back, and also returning, uh, other all-star... I am Meg. I played in the Women in Tabletop gaming game, and I was also here last time to create a character, and that was an absolute blast, so I'm very excited to be back for this one. Well, I'm excited to have you both back, and we've got some great suggestions from our followers and fans. Uh, these suggestions come from Blizzardmain, at Blizzardmain1 on Twitter, Matt, at Roguish Tambeck on Twitter, Jason, at What Do You Do Pods on Twitter, and James, who's not on Twitter, so... Blizzard main, Matt, Jason, and James, thank you for these suggestions. Thank you. So, our first suggestion is this character likes to play chess, sometimes even against themselves. So, if they can't find an opponent, they always have one on their own. Are they just practicing moves so they know them by rote, or is there some sort of, like, possession or split personality just, thing going yeah, on here? Split personality sounds fun. Or even, not even split personality, just putting yourself in a different mindset. Yeah. Is your LR strong enough to play chess against yourself? <laughs> Our second trait is this character throws up every time they see blood. Later, they can grow to overcome this. So rather squeamish. In some of the, depending on the who's on the GM seat, there might be some challenging combats for them. That, that Yeah, that opens itself up to some really fun possibilities. That would be interesting. Is it just like any to like the first time they see it or like literally every time? Because then that's, there's, they're useless at that point. I would say mechanically, I'd, I'd demand a <laughs> constitution saving throw at the sight of blood. <laughs> well, I mean, once you empty the chambers, I mean, there's not much left to throw up at one point, right? Yeah, but just dry you, heaving yeah that's just as bad, though. Ooh. Yeah. Sometimes even worse, you know, without getting too graphic here. <laughs> All right, our next trait is this character is an accomplished lecturer that is phenomenal at parsing ideas and arguing both sides of an issue, but cannot possibly pick what to eat when dining. <laughs> so That could play into the chess thing, though, if he sees both sides. Yeah, uh, a accomplished debater and... I'm not making that joke. An accomplished debater... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right all right we're back together we're really good are they master status <laughs> no, i'm not i just damn it andrew <laughs> we're above this <laughs> are we <laughs> yeah. i mean provably not but anyway but they have trouble with small decisions and un inconsequential things all right. Next is this character is seeking ingredients and recipes to make them the best chef that has ever lived. Best chef goals. I, I'm already really liking this. I like the whole top chef thing we're going at here. Our next trait is this character has no sense of direction, so gets lost super easily. <laughs> oh my goodness. And lastly, their final trait is this character was once in the circus. Wow. I mean, you could develop this is a really good palate that way. Or a terrible one. True, you're traveling a lot, so you get to experience a lot of different foods. Mm -hmm. You got to make do with some bizarre ingredients. 
Mm-hmm. And the ringleader liked him because he worked for Peanuts. Uh... <laughs> See, the joke is even funnier because in my head, the character's a Luxodon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm already, I'm going to jump, jump a little bit ahead here to the mechanical thing, but I'm already seeing low wisdom, <clears throat> high intelligence. Yeah. So smart and cunning, but not like they miss, they're not detail oriented. They miss a lot of the small stuff. They can get turned around. They are paralyzed by small decisions. Yeah, that All makes right. sense. I can see it. So we'll just kind of backburner that a little bit. So what what was his job in the circus? I, I think that's pretty important. Well, it seems like it should be something a little more intellectual. Maybe some kind of, because we, we can factor sort of magic into the whole equation too. Maybe mm. there was some sort of like illusionist or um, like magician. Okay. You know, performing tricks of like dancing lights or, you know, conjuring phantasmal images and to please the crowd. Okay. Could also be a sword juggler. Or it can be a sword juggler. <laughs> if they are going to be a chef, that, they got to be good with, with sharp instruments. That's kind of what came into my mind. Whereas like if, if he's going to be a chef, yeah, just the idea of, I, I kind of like the idea of a guy juggling butcher knives. That That's terrifying and pretty cool. I'd watch that. What's the... Oh, you know, the... Teppanyaki? Or not, no, it's not Teppanyaki, but it's Teppan something. Benihana. Yeah, like Benihana. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the actual word is. I surprisingly don't know that either. Right. So something like that, you know, kind of the, the, the blade show, like performance as much as like cooking. Yeah. Oh, it is Teppanyaki. I was right. <laughs> Ooh. Nah, hey. <laughs> Look at the big brain on Andrew. Okay. Do you think maybe they quit the circus after some horrific accident? made them like <laughs> unable to stay like they just start like Ooh. getting queasy anytime they went into the big under the big top there there's some great carny drama that could happen what if what if they want to be the best chef but there was an accident with bladed weapons uh-huh and it caused a lot of blood and now they get squeamish around blood so oh. they have a knife like a blade aversion so they want to be the best chef they can be without using bladed weapons what if he was throwing knives at his assistant trying to do the you know the silhouette the, or the, 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 uh, the, the circle of death or something something like that yeah where they're like spinning around on a wheel and they're chucking knives at him they're trying not to hit him and then they did hit him <laughs> <laughs> yeesh <laughs> and now blood uh brings up painful memories i think that was a bad decision mm. they made at least okay so where did they get their lecturer background like where did that come into play mm. was that pre circus or post circus maybe they were good friends with the circus barker you know the guy who wore like the straw hat and would be like step right up come see the amazing sword thrower go on yeah and they were buddies and so he learned how to uh, i don't know how that would go though <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> spirited debates. Okay, lecturer. Okay, so what if they were in? Because I'm definitely kind of getting a bit of a wizard vibe. Okay, sort of, but I mean, we don't have to go that route. Uh, or we could do bard because bards go to bard college as well. Some sort of like scholastic institution, right? Mm. And the, to pay for it, they work at the circus. Just to, to, to pay the bills at bard school. That's actually how my college career went. <laughs> you worked in the circus? Uh, 
not the actual circus, but I was a carny. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Today I learned. Um, so yeah, they, they so I, we haven't done a bard yet. So I like I'm leaning towards bard myself. I'm into that. So they're you're going to bard school. They're trying to pay the bills. So they're working on the side at the circus. You know, I think the knife juggling is is completely reasonable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the, some kind of like accident either to themselves or to somebody else. And now they they had they couldn't stand there. Every time they went into the, the scene, they saw the wheel and they're like, I, I, can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, if they can't if they can't handle blood, that means they can't do anything with meat. Not necessarily. Well, unless it's already been like blooded and everything else. Yeah, if they, I mean they can get it like a chop. Well, what from if a butcher we like, went with that and they did like they were like a vegetarian only type oh, of chef? Okay, hmm. I mean you can do eggs and stuff, I suppose too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do you guys like? Do you like vegetarian? You just like they, they don't butcher anything themselves. They need somebody else to take care of it for them. <laughs> All they can do is get a chop. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the latter. I like, yeah, I like, can you can you take care of this for me? Thanks. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Bye. <laughs> I bought some fish for dinner tonight, by the way. I need you to yeah. <laughs> clean this for me. <laughs> just bring me the fillets and I'll I'll do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so, they could be, be part of like their, um, skipping way ahead, but the like... Uh, Goals, traits, all that kind yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. could be like overcoming that aversion to be the best chef. Yeah, like they know because no one's gonna be able to clean a a carcass properly or get the the best cuts unless they do it themselves. But right now they can't because yeah. they're gonna ruin the whole dinner for everybody if they try. So <laughs> <laughs> they need to to accomplish one goal. They need to overcome this this obstacle. Yeah. So maybe that's what pushes them into adventuring. Like the tales of adventurers always have, you know, big battles and things like that. So they're kind of just, I'm going to face it head on. Yeah. I'm here to develop a taste of violence. (laughs) (laughs) But for now, hang in the back line and sing some songs for you. (laughs) (laughs) Taste for blood. Ooh, this could go too far. We get a Hannibal Lecter situation. That'd be like a good restaurant, you know, just like. (laughs) Taste for blood. (laughs) And it caters to uh, vampire clientele. Oh, I was going to say it's just very like, rare meats. <laughs> yeah. If you order your steak well, they kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is tartar here. <laughs> yeah, the no direction works with low wisdom. Okay, so if we take, just real quick, just as a thought exercise, let's take Bard off the table for a second. What do we like, What what's our good plan B? Uh, I just had this, this thought of like them playing chess with, um, I know Cleric does the duplicity. But like if they were playing against an illusion of themselves. Mm, okay. And that could be fun. I don't know how duplicity works as far as moving stuff, but like tell the illusion to then move the piece so that they're not like playing against themselves. Interesting. In okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, you could maybe do some sort of like augury. So you're kind of like speak to the or gods you could and do, say what? You could do like big, if you do go bard route, you could do, uh, is it Bigsby's hand <laughs> just play against the hand <laughs> use the hand to move stuff oh that works too and you get mage hand that's like yeah. the yeah. go-to bigby's hand is usually like a massive fist that punches <laughs> monsters <laughs> hey i've only been playing for six months i don't know everything good cut on bigby though <laughs> so do we like anything as much as bard i really like bard okay yeah i think i'm, I'm yeah all right, I'm on board for Bard. I just want to check our base because we got to Bard really fast. So uh, a Bard in the circus that 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 just sounds like a great story. Much, yeah, and if they're a Bard at the circus, they don't necessarily need to have like to be a knife thrower or something like that. They couldn't. They wouldn't necessarily have to have been involved. Like maybe they had some sort of peaceful, non-lethal thing, um, or like non-dangerous. Like they were just 
playing the background music or something like that. And then there was some high wire accident and they just, they were done. They're like, I'm out. Nope. <laughs> okay. I think we need to figure out by the end of this what the incident was. Oh, and I think it happened. Man. I feel like it happened at the circus. Like, yeah, of course it happened <laughs> at the circus. <laughs> there's just too much danger there. Yeah. Not to, Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's gotta be like, over the, the top grotesque. <laughs> a guy was on fire. Fell. Someone got stabbed with a trident. Oh, All right, what we can do is <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> we can kind of like do have it a little bit vague at first, and then kind of do our outro and come back for like. All right, if you were here for the blood and guts, this is what happened. <laughs> I like that. Let's do that. All right, so let's look at the. Oh, and would, do we have a, a race in mind that we want to have this character be? Oh, I hadn't thought about that. I feel like with the chef thing, oh man, wouldn't it be cool for Bulk? Okay. What's I don't, I don't know why. It's just Furby things. Furbolg. I like Furbolg. We didn't we had an episode of we had a try to make a Furbolg and they it got lost to technical difficulties. So oh. uh, I would be psyched to try to make another one I and see how we bring this in. Like a, a, it's like sort of a forest a friendly forest giant. Yeah. Oh that sounds and fun. And I feel like like the seeing both sides of things, people like they're just like I can see. Ah, I don't know how to English. Well, these guys. That's like That's, the wow, wow for bulgs. Yeah, no, they're okay. like they're. <laughs> I only know from Twitter, but they are way sexier than that. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't they? I mean, you could be into this picture. They're like green and blue, and they have got like very kind of mossy hair usually. Do we have a book that has a picture of them? Uh, yeah, I think it's that one, actually. Oh, hey, there, that page. These guys. Oh, I'm like, They look like big, lovable cow folk things. I'm into it. <laughs> that looks fun. Oh, you'd be like kind of a, like, kind of like the bumbling, the get lost easily thing could also play into it because they're kind of bumbled around, not really knowing where they're to go exactly just kind of is it this way i think it's this way it looks really nice this way and you kind of just wound up yeah maybe that's how they left their forest home they just kind of wandered away got lost and then they circus thought tent. they thought they were making their way back and then they found the circus tent and they're like well wherever you go there you are so like, this is my life now yeah. <laughs> where are they going to school well maybe they stuck with the uh, circus for a little while found the bard college and then stuck with the circus to pay their way through yeah okay Circuses would usually move on, so maybe he's they stay at the the college mm-hmm. and then busk as a circus performer in quotes, even though the circus isn't in town, or they freelance. Well, what if there's like a bard mem- uh, bard mentor at the circus that was like teaching them instead mm-hmm. of going to like a former col- formal college, and they were the debates were with the mentor. They'd have like a. Because, you know, in fantasy times, there's a lot more, less stuff to do. Yeah. So maybe, like, watching two people debate would be an entertaining thing. That could be, yeah. 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 So they would they would have these debates and, like, audience people would suggest topics or whatever to debate on. And they'd have to be able to kind of do whatever side on the fly. Oh. Isn't there, isn't there, like, a show that does that? Probably. I think there's several, actually. Probably. I think it's a British show that I'm thinking of, though. I mean, it's kind of like collegiate debate. You know, you have a topic yeah. you get to go into, but usually have like some kind of prep, I'm sure, beforehand. 
So that puts us, that like gets us into the circus for a while. And they travel, then they travel with the circus. They're making decent living. They're learning their trade. They've got like a master who's really cool mm-hmm. or they're, they're at least very cool with. And then suddenly disaster strikes and they have to move on on their own. The circus is no longer their home. It, it can't be. That, no. Not after what happened. <laughs> Never again. The horror. So I think we didn't figure out what bard college we're going to go through. Because that will sort of help determine some of our other decisions we make. To, if any new listeners, uh, we always make these characters at level three because we feel it gives a few more like key decision points and the character creation. Because a lot of times, levels one and two just kind of get something. You don't necessarily get a choice about the matter. So by starting at level three, we get a few more options, like choosing our character career path, which gives us a few more meaningful choices. Uh, so uh, my book is showing College of Lore and College of Valor. Uh, are there other colleges as well that, that may pop up elsewhere, or are those the, the two main ones? Looks like we've got in Xanathar's College of Glamour, College of Swords, and College of Whispers that we could also choose from. I like the sound of College of Glamour. Can you tell me more about that? That's what I was looking at, too. It's got, uh, looks like it's a lot of, mm, hold on while I read. Now, College of Whispers could also be kind of interesting because maybe it was like, maybe there's more of an ulterior motive to the circus. Maybe they're also like spies and infiltrators because like their, their bard master, what if he was like, the, what if the, the master was also like the ringleader and mm. they'd move around under the guise of this traveling circus, but they're, all, they're actually like a troop of spies and assassins for hire. It was initially reminding me of like Fagin from Oliver Twist. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. If you did do like whispers where you're sort of like a spy thing, the verbal nature in and of itself is so disarming, especially the way we have this one built. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's perfect. They, they're perfect for it. Nobody would suspect <laughs> the verbal inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> I think with low wisdom, they'd be a bad spy, but I think that doesn't hurt them from trying. Oh, we're doing low wisdom, high intelligence? Well, I think we're, we're going to go probably high charisma, then high intelligence, then low wisdom. I think the mixture of no sense of direction. Oh, okay, got you. And um, the indecision for small choices, uh, that sort of says low wisdom to me. Okay. So I think we put the eight in wisdom and then let the stat bon- the racial stat bonuses fall where they may. All right. So speaking of which, let's kind of talk numbers here a little bit. So we have our standard array, 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, 8, that we can disseminate amongst the ability scores, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma uh, as we like. So my instinct is eight wisdom and then put the 14 or the 15 in charisma and intelligence respectively. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Or no, yeah. sorry, other way around. 15 in charisma, 14 in intelligence. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds good. So we've got strength, dex, and con that we have a 13, 12, and 10 for. Strength could probably be the 10, wouldn't it? That seems good to me. Yeah. It is a furball, though. <laughs> They're like a million feet high. Well, being, you know, <laughs> tall and li- You could be tall and lanky. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what do we like a little bit better, dex or con? Being higher, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of, I kind of like the idea of like being all queasy, getting lost, bumping into stuff, kind of bumbling would be like a low constitution, okay, kind of a yeah. thing. Are you thinking the ten and con instead of the the twelve or thirteen? But then, like bumping into stuff, 
getting... If he's kind of bumbling, you will probably need that con. Yeah. So why don't we put the 13 in con and the 12 in dexterity then? Yeah. They're both going to be plus one, but they're a little bit tougher than they are agile. And based on the the physicality of most furbolgs, that seems like it would kind of be in line. That fits. Generally. All right. So what are the racial bonuses for furbolgs, for abilities? So uh, the ability score increase is wisdom by two and strength by one. Okay. All right. So that actually makes his character pretty well-rounded. They're not amazing in anything, but they're not terrible in anything. Ooh, they just naturally can cast Detect Magic and Disguise Self. Hey, that's pretty useful. useful. Not in the kitchen, but you know. As a bonus action, they can also magically turn invisible. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. What? Hidden Step. Yeah, you, uh, as a bonus action, you can magically turn invisible until the start of your next turn or until you attack, make a damage roll, or force someone to make a saving throw. Once you use this trait, you can't use it again until you finish a short or long rest. Whoa, that's wild. Okay. Sneaky, sneaky. Like he could possibly use that as part of an act in the circus. <laughs> <laughs> like, and my assistant enters the box and then disappears. <laughs> Just like, it's, it's his illusion. Yeah. It's like a furball in the audience. illusion magic. The furball in the audience like, we could all do that. That's not <laughs> magic. This is a bad trick. Boo. Boo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Before we jump jump too far in the class, what do we want our background to be? I think there's an entertainer background even in. It's gonna be a bard, yeah. Entertainer. Like that's kind of the natural fit for bards, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we also what is there? There's not like a chef. A guild artisan would probably fit for chef. That could be how they get some somebody else to do the bloody work as part of the guild, <laughs> like. Send out, hey, guild buddy, can you take care of this? And then I'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. Work with like the butchers and the, the bakers. Yeah, if they were part of. <laughs> yes. If they're part of some sort of like like bakery or uh, restaurant, maybe they're sent out for ingredients and that's how they got lost. And they're like going for those deep truffles in the deep wood. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I could have swore the way back was over there. Maybe. <laughs> I've seen this log twice now. <laughs> I'm on to you, Log. <laughs> Stop following me. Oh. I like the idea of him talking to Logs. <laughs> well, They're very like nature-y folk, right? Yeah, speech of beast and leaf. They can talk to beasts and plants. They can hear the plants screaming when they cut them. Oh, that's, that's pretty wild. <laughs> Wait, did they just get that? Oh, <laughs> Stop! I got morbid fast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's like the suicide trees from Dante. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Okay, well, I could see why you'd be a little squeamish being a, a chef then. <laughs> Although you got to expect, if you get like a a broccoli sprout, like that's probably already been dead. <laughs> it, it screamed its last scream. Yeah. Hey, that's a benefit of Bard College is now that he's not, the they're not in like the forest with all the plants. It, it's all it's all dead plants now. It's not mm-hmm. alive plants that he has to go Cut down and murder. <laughs> <laughs> they come pre <laughs> pre murdered. Like getting carrots out of the garden. They're like, no, please, <laughs> no, not the baby carrots. <laughs> oh like, this is the worst ability. <laughs> Why are you always wearing earmuffs? 
<laughs> oh no! I still hear them at night. <laughs> all right. All I right. actually kind of like the image of a fur bowl, which is giant yes. earmuffs. <laughs> Like a fuzzy, like Davy Crockett hat oh, with no. earmuffs over it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why do you have, to have headphones on? It's like, do you know how many blades of grass are around? They never <laughs> shut up. How much PTSD is this character gonna have <laughs> from from the circus to hearing plants scream? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's something you can probably like turn on or off a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Uh, okay, so what do we like the background? Gil Arson, entertainer. That's I kind of like Guild Artisan. Okay, so we're thinking like chef pre, pre yeah. barding. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So Guild Artisan is our background. What do we get for guild, going Guild Artisan? Um, skill proficiencies or insight persuasion. Uh, we get an artisan tool, a language. All right, what language should we pick? Furbolgs already know common Elvish and giant. What would be a good, like, circus language? Circus language, yeah. What was, like, a circus of of Maybe, like, halfling? The halfling circus? Yeah. It's a very small tent. Well, if they got the extra language from their guild proficiency, maybe the head chef was a blank in the Mm. restaurant. So, we could pretty much do whatever. Yeah. I'm down. You could throw your kobold... The idea of a little angry lizard being a chef oh, is pretty boat. funny is that, to that's me. Different, okay, so let's go draconic then for the language. Okay. Is there a chef's kit or a cooking kit in the guild kits? We do get a set of artisan's tools, one of our choice. And do we get proficiency with that toolkit too? Yes. Great. Yes. Tool proficiency is yes, one type do. of artisan tool. All right, so let's, someone flip to the artisan tool page and figure out what... I knew I was doing something. Wrong direction. Can this kobold chef have a French accent though? Oh, oh my god. Wee wee. All right, we've got alchemist supplies, brewers, calligraphers, carpenters, cartographers, cobblers, cooks. Cooks. There we go. Cooks kit. All right, so we're going College of Sh- uh, Whispers, right? Do we like the idea of the secret spy circus or do we want to go. Um, what was the other one we liked? It was Whispers or. Uh, it was Glamour. Glamour was the other one. They're. they're they're very performance based it looks like with speeches or songs and they their magic comes through the songs i mean that's so pretty cool inspiration. too inspiration looks like you can command other people to do stuff Ooh, hypnotism. hypnotism i kind of like speed that. read yeah enthralling performance you get the inspire wonder yeah i, I like glamour so far we basically we're kind of like determining what the the timbre of the, the circus is going to be. Because if we go like shadows, it's like, ooh, it's actually like kind of spooky circus. But if we go glamour, I like to think that it's like bright, happy. Um, Circuses are draw, terrifying enough already. I think that would draw a furball more. Like okay. The, the glamour circus. Sure. Sounds great. Now I just can't stop thinking of like a glam furball, like with... Uh, like like hair metal? Like glam metal? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's I'm like not sure 80s it, hair metal. I'm not sure if it is glam, but I keep seeing like the Ziggy Stardust paint. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have disguised self, I mean. Yeah. I mean, the the furbolds already kind of look pretty metal, so I mean, I think it goes hand in hand. I, th- I think that works out. All right. Hand me a PHB. We get, we're going to pick a few spells at the end here, um, but before that, so let's get through our abilities here. We get spellcasting. Cool. We just get it, but we'll choose a few spells. 
we get bardic inspiration okay that's not a big thing jack of all trades we don't have any choices there song of rest no choices there all right let's choose our proficiencies here so we get proficiency in well wow, any three skills we don't even have a list you just get to pick any of them? just pick three old skills okay so i think performance has got to be one of them absolutely and we get persuasion and insight baked in and i think persuasion works great with our debating background mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah we can't have survival because it doesn't fit with it gets lost easily <laughs> no i can even see an argument for not having perception but i can go either way on that one we brought up teppanyaki what about sleight of hand i'm into it yeah Ooh. yeah and we need one more was nature already part of one of those uh no let's do nature that sounds good yeah that makes yeah. the whole collecting herbs and yeah Stuff like that. So they're very like, like they're very like book read about nature, but don't actually have a lot of like in nature useful tools. Somebody grew up watching Bear Grylls and thought they could do it. <laughs> we also get to pick three musical instruments we're proficient with. Spoons. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Alright. Spoons. Spoons. Spoon Just man. <laughs> and they're doing like big chef spoons. He's got yes. they've got different like wooden ones, metal ones, cast iron ones. Yeah. <laughs> I also just love the idea of a fur bowl with like a pan flute or some sort ah, of flute. Yeah. Woodwind instrument. All right. A few of the other ones that are listed are bagpipes, drum, dulcimer, flute, lute, lyre, horn, pan flute, shawarm, and viol. <laughs> There's like four of those that I don't know what they are. <laughs> so viol is like a violin. Like a bigger violin. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know what a shawarm is, but. Sounds like a shawarma. Quick, somebody Google it. Google even wants. It to be shawarma. <laughs> I don't think we're spelling that right. No, definitely not. If you're spelling it S-H-A-W-M, then you are spelling it right. No, we were not. We had the R. Oh, I guess we just, had the R in there. I guess it's just schwam. Yeah. Shawm. It's shawm. Schwam. Shawm. The W is at the end. Oh, shawm. Shawm. What is that? Oh, it's, it's a, oh. I know oh, what a, family this is in. It's an ancient woodwind. So it's like, yeah. it's the first Vavuzula. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So, I mean, now we gotta. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So Shom, not Schwarm. <laughs> That's a good for reading fast. All right. And like a flute, something. Yeah. Uh, is pan flute one of the options? It is. It's like the pan little pan flute. flute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yep, You're a worked. genius. <laughs> 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 These are the jokes. <laughs> Pan flute, wow. Oh, amazing. Okay, so now for weapons, we get a rapier, a longsword, or any simple weapon. I don't think we want a rapier or a longsword due to mm -hmm. the blood bloodening of them. No. And what about like a like a is a staff, like a bow staff type thing, like a walking stick? Hmm. Considered a weapon, whatever you just said. <laughs> Marshall, was it a simple weapon? Simple weapon. I believe so. Let me pull it on the table up right now. Just thwack, you know, like like Rafiki yeah. style. Uh, yeah, quarterstaff. Yeah. Is there like a like a mace option, something like a meat tenderizer? <gasps> we can do a light hammer or a mace. Ooh. I actually like quarterstaff, though, because if you're okay. walking around, you know, hiking it's, for ingredients yeah. and stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got, I mean, it's got, you know, the whole, like, Radagast, gnarled walking stick looking uh, thing. Yeah. 
You could put the mace on the end. You kind absolutely of. could. What is that? That is actual. That is an That's actual just a weapon. Mace. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. Like a long-handled whacking stick. A whacking it's stick. Got, yeah, it's got it's a. Just, it's, it's just a walking stick without the L. It's like. All right, I think entertainer's pack for the. Uh, the next piece of gear. I'm just trying to move things along a little oh, bit. Okay. <laughs> I think we need an, entertainer, an entertainer's pack over a diplomat's pack because they're more entertainment, less spot. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Then our musical instrument. Um, what do we have for our musical instrument there? We we picked those. No, we? but would, we only get one of them. We can know how to oh. play all three, but we only get to carry one of them. Oh. Pan flute? Man. I see either pan flute or spoons. But I like the spoons. Okay. I just like <laughs> how weird that is. Two votes for spoons. I'm going to put it's, instrument here. This character is so quirky. I like them. And then leather armor and a dagger, but I don't think they really bring the dagger out too much. That's like, more like a that's no. more like a cooking yeah yeah knife like, instead of a true dagger. They can threaten somebody with it, but they're not going to stab them if they can help it. <laughs> it's yeah. like the little like serrated steak knife. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like our butter knife. It's just a butter knife, and like I'm gonna cut you. I can see they're, like, really. they're like threatening somebody. They're like I'm gonna stab you. I'm gonna do it. It's don't like think I won't. And they're like shaking like a leaf. They're like I'm gonna do it. Don't make me do it. They, they drop <laughs> it like twice. <laughs> Just hold on a second. <laughs> All right, so you guys head to the background pages. Now, some of this stuff we already have pretty much checked, like personality traits. I feel like we've already kind of figured a few of those out. Like indecisive on small things, that could be a flaw. Like painfully indecisive, and then also uh, squeamish out blood. Those are both good flaws, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Ideal, I want to become the greatest chef. That seems like a pretty big, you know, I think we're checked there. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonds like what, who, what do they care about who's there who do they owe loyalty to what if it's this really sad thing that they they also want to get back to their family that they don't know how to get back to because they just poofed into the forest one day because <laughs> they just literally don't know where they are <laughs> i want to find my way home yeah i miss my family i like that it's a very little foot thing yeah nice. oh my god <laughs> and then personality trait um, I think like affable but forgetful. Yeah, that Seems. sounds in line yeah. with what we've got so far. Okay. All right. So I think we just need uh, name and gender identity, and like the physical stuff and spells. Okay. Look up furbold names. They take elven names when they deal with outsiders. Oh. Um, but their tribe names are just referencing their homes. Sometimes Furbolgs adopt the nicknames or titles outsiders give them under the assumption that those who need names can call them whatever they wish. What if what if they had their own name and they got lost and they showed up at the circus and then their master to be just starts calling them a name and that just becomes who they are now. I look at like a nickname that just sort of stuck and now they yeah. use it as their, their, their now outer it's name. name. Okay. okay. Any anything spring to mind there? Well, what kind of category do we want to go with? Like descriptor names or he seems kinda of dopey, doesn't he? <laughs> like not not for a name, but just like as a like not, not, not as a name, but like kind of him himself, or uh, they themselves. What if we went like uh, 
something parents. That... <laughs> oh. <laughs> so real, real quick, are we already leaning toward towards this this character being a dude? I kind of see that, but I could. I could see going either way, but I kind of like. Or what if? What if? Mm-hmm. They don't really. What if we just went non-binary and they don't really have a gender? They kind of just flow with whatever and just dress how they want. I can see that. All right, I'm into it. They're just. They're just a furbolg. They're I'm just a furbolg. Yeah. Okay, so what if we either call him like wanderer, uh, or like some other language that means wanderer? So I knew a guy named Wanders once. It was kind of a fun name. Wanders. Wanders. Was his first name? That would be actually hilarious. That wasn't his actual name, but that uh, I don't know his real name. What if? What if his name is like Wonders, or their name? What if their name is Wonders Off, and they just get nicknamed Wonders because they just keep. People just keep finding, like, the people around the circus just keep finding the person, the the Furbolg, in random locations. Like, how did you get here? I just wandered around, wandered off. Let's go wanders. Okay. It's kind of also kind of got, like, the whole Native American runs with horses name vibe. So if to we play on the nature. So instead of their their nickname being Wanders and their actual name being Wanders Off. Um Well no, the the full nickname is Wanders Off. Okay. And then it got shortened even further to Wonders. Well, is that their home name or is that their nickname? That's the nickname. Yeah. It's a circus name. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's got a circus name. <laughs> so what's their actual name? Or their home name anyway? Do you have a list of names over there? This one? No, this doesn't. It just has how about like it just has elven names metallier or something like that sure all right so there's a couple of quick spells we're going to pick our both our cantrips and then one level one and one level two spell because that'll sort of fit what they've have available to them so i don't like to have if i have prestidigitation as an option i don't like to not take prestidigitation it's just such a great catch-all spell there's a lot of little small things and that's a cantrip yeah okay uh, page 207. Thank you. I think Vicious Mockery. So I, I can see two things. Vicious Mockery gives you an attack spell. That's a cantrip. Or you can do something like Friends, which I think fits the character a little bit better, but would be mechanically a little bit suboptimal. But I I like that in this case. I think it's a character who might not have any attack spells. Yeah, I'm leaning to, more towards Friends. You know, he, he strikes me as a guy who doesn't really have a mean bone in his body. He, like It, it kind of reminds me of Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Oh yeah, but with less accidental murder. <laughs> well, we don't actually. Okay. The blood yeah. thing. <laughs> that that was a pretty. The blood thing could be an accidental murder. <laughs> All right. So, for our first level spell, I was thinking about the bunnies, not the. I forgot he murdered a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny, not not the character <laughs> that we're making. <laughs> So we already get Disguise Self and we already get Detect Magic. So why don't we use Hideous Laughter as our spell? It's entirely appropriate. Okay. And then for second level, maybe Enthrall or Suggestion. Hold Person's another old favorite. Incapacitate somebody without actually hurting them. Mm-hmm. What's the, what are the, the two, first two spells? So Suggestion, basically you can influence somebody by telling them to do something and they're compelled to do it. That would fit the uh, the debating bit. 
uh, Enthrall. I don't know by name alone, but thankfully we have a book here. Uh, you wave this distracted string of words causing creatures of your choice that you can see within range to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, if they, on a failed save, they have disadvantage checks to perceive any creature other than you until the spell ends or they can no longer hear you. So it'd be, it's sort of a non-combat. You can kind of use it to help your people sneak by or grab attention, like force grab attention. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, the Furbolg already has a hidden step oh. for himself, the itself. Themself? Themself. Uh, usually it like Them. implies oh, objects. Not. <laughs> Thyself. <laughs> Thyself. <laughs> what if they just referred to themselves like that? As thyself? Thyself. I'm not they can just talk in third person the entire time. <laughs> no, that's insufferable. Okay. <laughs> Put your foot down on that one, huh? Yeah. They, what, well, what, they already have a hidden step. What level are we looking at right now? We're, we get, I think, one level... Hold on, let me double check. I think we get one level two spell, but I might be wrong on that. Because would locate animals or plants be redundant as a furball? Because uh, that would be yeah. good as a... Okay, we wait. get one level two spell. I mean, we can locate animals or plants, but I think... Let's, I mean, they, we can, we have a few more options to fill this out. I want to get, like, some good ones on here. Sure. Well, that could be really interesting because they're so lost that they have to use a locator spell to find their herbs in the forest. Mm. That's, that's... Maybe they keep... Maybe definitely they, not a combat-oriented <laughs> This person doesn't seem very good at combat in general. This It seems... More like just personality mold. Okay, what here. if they kept, like, a potted plant, like a very specific plant that they take with them that they have to keep alive because they put it at their camp when they go out and they can use a second they can burn a second level spell slot to find their way back by locating this particular plant within a thousand feet of themselves or something i love it all right so it looks like yeah that's kind of i like that (laughs) against my better judgment locate animals and plants (laughs) we're here to have fun okay that's right fun for bulk all right and there's four more spells known between levels one and two which we can fill in if you were actually when we actually start playing this character, all right. I think all we have left here is the look. I feel like they're because they're part of like this whole glamour college and they're like this outgoing bard. I think their style of dress is very over the top. Yeah, outlandish, mm-hmm. kind of lots of colors. Like if you think about like a like an exotic flower garden, just bursting with colors. Who's it? Gone. It'd be like, like if you took a couple of orchids and just stuck them on a person, those mm-hmm. colors. Or bird, you could do bird of paradise colors. Kind of greenish skin, yeah. but then wears like the oranges and the blues. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, me colors. too. But I think like a, like a bright green. Bright green, huh? Or bright, not like neon green, but like brighter, you know, like a... Like piccolo? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> it's not like a, It's not like a sage or a forest green. It's more kind of like a... Like a healthy plant green. They're, they could be from like a, a more of like a, a tropical place than like a, you know, pine forest yeah. type place. Mm. A healthy green. And you said like a uh, red orange hair? Um, like oh, I was going to say like, like the clothes. like clothing colors could be orange and blues and reds, but. That would go well with the green skin. It's popping. I don't know. Now that you throw a hair color in that mix, that's kind of interesting. I kind of dig the green. Like not the green, the like the the bright hair, yeah, like kind of an orangey blonde, yeah. Okay, like a strawberry blonde. <laughs> Maybe like parts of it are kind of pinkish, parts are more yellow, parts it's more got orange. Like a mm-hmm. Modeled effect to it. Yeah, 
And then uh, eyes. What do we like for eye color? Mm. Mm. Maybe like the eyes are subdued. Maybe the eyes are yeah, like a gray. Like kind of a good, yeah, like a gray eyes, yeah. Grayish, stormy grayish mm-hmm. eyes. That would contrast well with the with the skin. All right, so I think that is about that. So to sum up, Wanders is our Furbolg bard. They have 11 strength, 12 dexterity, 13 constitution, 14 intelligence, 10 wisdom, and 15 charisma. I think it's our first character who didn't have their eight stay as an eight. So uh, congrats on no negative abilities there, Wanders. They were a guild artisan, a chef in their sort of remote forest town prior to wandering off in the search of items and uh, ingredients. And they wandered their way into a nearby passing circus where they took a mentor and started learning the ways of the performer, both in debate and musical instrument. Uh, They stayed at the circus for quite a while until that fateful day. And the sight of the sight and the memory of blood in that tent could no longer make that their home. So now Wanders lives up to their name and seeks out the ingredients to become the greatest chef and the skills therein, uh, as well as to overcome their aversion to blood. Uh, they know that they won't be able to truly become a great chef until they can uh, look blood in the eye and move past it. I love it. That's great. Yep, this is the best character. They're an accomplished lecturer and can easily debate both sides of any argument, but struggle for small decisions. I know a lot of people like that. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They've moved away from combat-focused spells for the most part, instead focusing on support spells and ways to non-violently overcome their opponents. Uh, Hopefully they will kind of get their party members on board with their outside the box method of conflict resolution. Otherwise they may need to get some little upset tummy medicine, a few tums or something like that to go along with their, <laughs> their adventure pack. And they are easily visible in their exotic kind of flowery manner of dress, along with their bright green skin and orangey blonde shock of hair. So that is going to do it for Wanders. All right. And it's going to do it for our episode here. Andy, anything you want to tell our listeners about before we uh, wrap up here? Um, n- not personally. Um, I've really enjoyed this experience again. It was been a and it's been a blast. And uh, looking forward to see what this character does in the future. And where can people find you online? Uh, I'm I'm on Twitter, Andrew R. Sale. Um, I don't do too much, but like I said, re- reach out to me, and I'll, I'll gladly answer. All right, and Meg. Uh, this was a blast. It's so much fun creating characters and using my brain. Um, uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter at nightraven underscore R-A-Y-V-E-N. And I just discovered a couple of, going way back, CF cards that have a whole bunch of photos on them that I'm going to be uploading to my DeviantArt. So I'm into dabbling photography. So if you want to check that out, it's at nightraven.deviantart.com. I'll be putting those up in the next couple of weeks. Fantastic. Look forward to seeing for those. And I've been John. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Die by the Dice. And if you have anything longer for me, you can email the show die by the dice at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. All right, if you're still with us, <laughs> we're going to go into what happened at the circus. So we try to keep this show pretty PG, but this might get a little gruesome. Gold star. So listener discretion is advised. <laughs> <laughs>
I really like your your the the wheel the circle uh-huh. of doom. But idea. it's got to be more. So okay, okay. How about this? So the circle of doom idea goes awry. Knife, it's somewhere bad, like a jugular spray, like everywhere. On top of that, Lenny trips over something, and the wheel moves off the axle and goes around the entire circus tent and just sprays the entire tent. Okay, oh here was my, my god. Here was my idea. Let's <laughs> <laughs> reel it back. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna be re- reeling it back here. I'm gonna just be veering left <laughs> instead of right. I'm going to the opposite ditch. I zigged and you're gonna zag. <laughs> okay, so what if um, they're kind of having this like kind of will they won't they uh, relationship with one of the high tr- uh, the tightrope walker folks, right? And so the tightrope person is doing their routine. And they've pulled the net away because it's the most dangerous part. You really got to get that audience excited for it. But they've done this a hundred times. It's not a big deal. But then Wanders comes in and they lock eyes. And it sort of flusters the tightrope artist. And they fall off the tightrope into the lion tamer's pen. And then (laughs) (laughs) land and are torn apart by angry lions. Wow. Meg? That would be... I don't know. (laughs) Is is it one too many? It's good. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like Mike. It's a very black comedy. The idea of this wheel just, you know, when you drop a quarter and it just keeps rolling around. But it's just a spray of blood coming out of everywhere. It's really gruesome and horrible, but it makes me laugh. It reminds me, I don't know if I should say this, but it reminds me of my favorite Cards Against Humanity. Go on. Card pairing, which was. Uh, when you really, some like when you really think about it, a, a Ferris wheel rolling down the hill is really just a windmill full of corpses. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's really good. Okay. But yeah, there's got to be a lot of blood, but I feel like the lion tamer, uh, the lion tamer, or the falling into the lion pit. I feel like I'd be put off just meat in general. Just like don't want to think about eating, mm-hmm. which would be really because detrimental the to a chef. Or the, yeah, the lion's eating. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I could see that as kind of being a... But if it's just blood everywhere, especially like if it's related to knives and throwing things and getting direction confused kind of a thing. I kind of like one step more of like Rube Goldberg because I want it something that's like... If it wasn't so tragic, it'd be hilarious. So oh, I, I like the, the 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 rolling around on the on the wheel spraying blood everywhere. Yeah, but I don't like that our character throwing the knives is sort of the the onus for that. Gotcha. Okay. So like, if it was something like maybe they start spinning the wheel and they like just the hinge breaks off. Yeah. So they they spun the wheel and that happened. Oh, they're the or, they're the stage assistant. Yeah, they're stage assistant. They didn't throw the knife. Yeah. But so, they're the one that caused the wheel to roll around. There's got to be one oh, extra they, thing. They accidentally overstrengthed with their furball strength and whoop, too fast. Because he knows he only has eight strength. So <laughs> he just tried really too hard. <laughs> he critted on it. They critted on it. Yeah. Like the hinge fails and the the thing comes off. I th- what a thing that cuts the assistant is like an accident. Like just kind of a, w- a weird freak accident. That oh, like, the wheel came off and it would have been all fine. But then... A blade gotten involved, and now there's blood everywhere. Right, maybe the blade was just kind of, or like it was like a sharp corner of one of the stands, or something like that. Or <laughs> blunt force trauma. Or if it rolled, too, if it rolled too close to the lion cage, and the lion took a swipe, swipe right across the jugular. Yeah, and then now it's just like 
at first it's like, oh man, this is gonna be funny. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Oh yeah. I just like I like the paint audience and blood. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want I want to hear massive screams. Yeah, and then, hear, hear like one person yell, "My leg!" <laughs> and then and then you just like like you know anime cut right to him and he's just like on this yeah. like in this spotlight on the stage like what have I done? <laughs> so I could totally see the the movie version of this where um like the wheel comes off and you see it rolling and everyone's like <gasps> and people are laughing and then like it cuts. You see, like coming around towards the lion cage, and then you see the 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 paw come out, and then you just see like a shocked crowd, and then blood splash. <laughs> yeah. on, you don't. You just see the crowd get splashed. Like some Gallagher blood. thing. <laughs> what if? What if? What if the 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 reason that the wheel came off was like he the the, the character wanders used too much force uh-huh. by accident because something else prompted it. So there's like a series of events that then Wanders got involved with. So it's not really even Wanders' fault. It's because the Wanders got distracted by something else. Okay, what if the regular wheel spinner got sick? And so Wanders had to, they like called Wanders away from the food tent. And they're like, hey, we need you to spin this wheel. And Wanders is like, I'm in the middle of a food prep. Yeah, I'm in the middle of frying something. Like, it'll just take a second. So Wanders comes up, just like spins it really fast. And then, worried about the food. Yeah, trying to get back. And then all of a sudden, uh-oh, too much force. He tried to land it on the dollar sign at Will. Yeah. You know, price is right. And then Apple on top of the food tent <laughs> burst in flames. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> somebody somebody wasn't paying attention and threw water on the oil. <laughs> all right, so the horrific... Uh, Andy, you want to go ahead and give the little rundown of the horrific uh, all right, true all right. act? Yeah, yeah, I like this. All right, Wanders was called in from food prep. And they were asked to spin the wheel. So they walk in, they spin the wheel, spin it too hard. The wheel rolls all the way around the tent. Everyone's like, oh, this is kind of cool, except it rolled a little too close to the lion's den. Lion reaches through the cage, scratches the person, hits the jugular, blood spray all over the crowd. The wheel just keeps going. So it's getting everyone all around. It's it it's just like splash zone all everywhere. And uh and everyone's running around. Someone knocks over a torch. You know, there's a tent on fire, mass panic. And uh, poor Wanders is just standing there thinking, what, what have I done? Poor poor guy. But uh, so, yeah. Yeah, Wanders is a little turned off by blood now. All right. And that is the true story of the horrific <laughs> blood aversion accident. So oh. thanks for sticking with this. Oh, sorry. I cut you off. They all, all set to the Benny Hill theme Oh, yeah. No, remember, it's got to be like, it starts funny and then turns bad. So (laughs) the the music changes midway through, there's a little record scratch. (laughs) So that is the horrific true story of what happened to Wanders in their circus past. Thanks for sticking around to the tippy tail end here. We'll see you next time. (laughs) That was great, guys. That was really good.